Hi, I'm Crystal, the parenting coach. Parenting is a thing that some of us just expected to know how to do. It's not like other areas of your life where you go to school and get taught, get on the job training or have mentors to help you. But now you can get that help here. I believe that your relationship with your children is one of the most important aspects of your life and the best way that you can make a positive impact on the world and on the future. I've made parental relationships my life study, and I use life coaching tools, emotional wellness tools, and connection-based parenting to build amazing relationships between parents and their children. If you want an even better relationship with your child, this podcast will help you. Take my parenting quiz at the link in the show notes. Once we know what your parenting style is, we will send some tips tailored to you and a roadmap to help you get the most out of my podcast. I invite you to help me spread the word by sharing your favorite episode on social media or with a friend. Don't forget to check out my new mindset journal for parents at www.coachcrystal.ca slash shop, which will help you to parent calm, confident children that you love to be around. Leading your life through intuition with Amber Smith. Amber Smith is a life and business coach for soulful entrepreneurs and a mom of three girls. She loves helping ambitious women grow successful online businesses that create high impact by helping them do the inner work. All right. Welcome to the podcast today, everybody. I have a guest today that I'm excited about. Um, Amber and I connected a long time ago, over a year ago, I think on Instagram. And I um, just feel like we're really aligned in what we talk about and how we live our lives and businesses and family and all the things. And so I thought it would be a great conversation to have her come on and um, talk to us today. So before we dig into um, our topic, which is going to be around intuition, which is one of my favorite things, if you know, um, if you know me on Instagram, you probably know that. Um, That is what I would love to have our conversation around. But first of all, Amber, do you want to just tell us a little bit about what you do? And then also, I would love to hear kind of your origin story, how you even got here, like what? what landed you what, into what you're doing? Yeah. So I consider myself like a, a life and business coach because I do a lot of life coaching, but generally I work with entrepreneurs and coaches, uh, growing their business, making more money. Um, but it's all related, right? Like when they're trying to grow mm-hmm. their business, they have, a lot of them have kids and a lot of them are married and a lot of them are trying to be successful in lots of different ways. And so I consider what I do life coaching a lot of times. Well, I think your um, business is personal when you're an entrepreneur, right? All of your yeah. business issues you bring into personal life, all the personal you bring into business. Yeah. And trying to manage and balance all of that. It's like all interconnected. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. The word that I like to think about is like integrated, right? Like the way that you show mm-hmm. up, you know, in your marriage often affects the way that you show up in your business, whether you see it right away or not, it like definitely presents itself in growth. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I've, I've found. Um, but my origin story. So I studied psychology for my bachelor's degree thinking mm, I was going to become a therapist. Me mm-hmm. too. <laughs> okay. So I started my, I actually like got into a master's program and was like mm-hmm. halfway through, but then had my first baby. Mm-hmm. And when I got, and it was like a, by choice, like we wanted to start our family, but I didn't, I had no idea what I was in for <laughs> thinking I could like have a baby and just like continue on doing my practicum. And, like, and yes, the things you think before you have kids, you're like, Oh, right. it'll be easy. That is like, yeah, I was easy. midway I can do that. when I had a baby yeah. too. And I'm like, it's fine. And then it's I'm like fine. sick all day trying to like listen to the lectures, but like not even able to like yeah. stay in the classroom. <laughs> yes. And so, and then even while I was pregnant, I was like, I got this, like I can do this. It's online. Like a lot of it's online. Some of mm-hmm. it's in person, like it'd be fine. And then she, like I had her and I was like, and at that time I was about to start a 25 hour week practicum out of the house to like mm. finish my master's degree. And it was really this, like the question that like haunted me was like, 
who's going to raise my baby? And I was like, I do not like that question. And so, mm-hmm. um, through a lot of like pondering and pray, praying and talking and like really thinking through, um, what I wanted out of my life, I decided to drop out, which was hard because that means student loans become due. It means I don't get a master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, before I had started my master's degrees, like to backtrack a little bit, I had worked at a residential treatment center and they trained me as what they called like a values coach. So they would go to therapy, but they would also work with me right like in their, like where they lived. We talk about like their internal locus of control and, um, you know, their thoughts and like more like applied, more like coaching instead of mm-hmm. therapy. And so that's where I first heard the word coach, but I kind of like put that on the shelf and forgot about it because I was going to become a therapist. So I didn't really think about that. Anyway, fast forward, I have a baby and now I'm pregnant with my second baby. And I start a mm-hmm. blog called Growing in Grace. And I just shared my thoughts about growth because I was really interested in personal development um, and combining it with like principles, more of like grace and surrender and like that combination. Right. Mm-hmm. So yes, do all you can do to improve your life, but also like take it easy on yourself and, you know, mm-hmm. believe that you're going to be okay and rest and all this stuff. And that's when I started getting people reading my blog and I would get like this. I remember this one time I got a message that was like, do you take coaching clients? And I didn't know what that meant. And so I was like, no, I don't. (laughs) And then it just like, wouldn't go like that thought wouldn't go away. And then I found like Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard. And then eventually Mm -hmm. I found Brooke Castillo from the life coach school. And I was like, I think like I could do this like this coaching thing. Mm -hmm. And I found this random YouTube video that was like, here's how I would start a coaching business from scratch. And it was like coach hundred people for free. And I had, I had tools and stuff. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to do it. So I started coaching people for free. Um, and those people were like, okay, I want to keep doing this. Like, how do I pay you? And those like became my first paying clients. And then it was just like the snowball effect. So I life coached for a couple years. And then over time, other coaches were like, Hey, how are you doing? How did you build your business from like nothing? Nothing. Yeah, because then like, you didn't have how. a certification either. You were just <laughs> no. like, I'm taking all this previous knowledge that I already have. Yep. Um, because this is an interesting thing that comes up with people that ask me about it. I get a lot of DMs about how did you become a parenting coach and what do you suggest? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm actually not technically a parenting coach. Like I've never been certified in parenting coaching. I've been certified mm-hmm. as a life coach, but I take yeah. those tools and combine them with my previous knowledge of parenting and all the books that I've read and whatever. So and so I think so much of what makes us be able to do what we do, even though we may have certifications or trainings or programs or whatever is actually our own experience taking us through it. And then our experience with other clients also. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I learned this from Russell Brunston, who's like a business person. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, my results are my certification. And so like, I I've thought about that a lot because now it's like, I have undeniable proof that what I do works, yeah. you know, I have like yeah, lots of happy like- clients, lots of testimonials, like lots of people doing great. And so it's not that I don't learn too. I've yeah. always been obsessed with learning, with learning and learning tools and combining principles, which I think what you just said is really, really valuable. Cause it's like you combine life coaching principles with what you had with parenting. That's what I feel like mm-hmm. I've done with, with a lot. It's like, I'm taking this idea from psychology and this idea from business and we're combining it. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I think that that's where intellectual property comes from. And like, I resonate with people in different ways than other coaches, just like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're combining lots of different ideas in useful ways. So yeah, that's why I, I like even, to think about So it. even though I did my certification afterwards, I like definitely did it in the way that I was taught 
a lot, but then I was just kind of like, yeah. okay, no, I need, I want more. I want something different or whatever. And so now my coaching has evolved into something completely different than what I was mm-hmm. trained in. So I'll have people ask me like, how did you learn this or what? And I'm like, it's not, it's not something I can't be like, go to the school and you'll learn it. Cause it is yeah. so different and it's evolved so much. And so I think like you, for people that love just like self-help and love psychology and love figuring out people's brains, we're always learning and we're always developing. We're always growing. So it's always a hard question to answer when people are like, what should I do? And I'm like, uh, (laughs) I don't know. Here's all the things like look into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and which will lead us into our topic, but of leading your life through intuition, but that's really, um, what is, what has happened in my business and my life too. Um, so now you're in a space where you're working with clients, mostly business. You also coach them on life, but everybody pretty much runs a business. But they come to me for business. Yeah. Right. Um, so where did intuition come in for you? When did this kind of come into your life? How did you hear about it? Yeah. So like, I'm trying to think of a time where I didn't like use it because we're, well, I'm sure we'll like dissect what I'm about to say, but I remember when that, that YouTube video, I've randomly found it and he's like, here's Mm -hmm. how I would life coach. I remember the feeling I had, which was like, mm. this matters. Like this is this res. Like maybe the word is resonance, mm-hmm. right? Like this somehow feels like home to me in a oh. micro. Like this. Just oh like, my goodness. We have to pause there because I think that is literally the <laughs> of intuition. Like yeah. it feels like home. It's like those little moments, yeah. like you just said, because for me that happened when I watched the video of the life coach school training and I decided to sign up and it was like so pukey and crazy and scary and whatever, but yeah that feeling of like, but it was right. Feels like home. Like this is right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That yeah. has already been guiding you. And probably you felt that way, even when you were trying to determine whether or not to leave your master's program. Cause that's a huge mm-hmm. thing too. Yeah. And I battled it for a long time. And then it was like, and this is something that I think it's like, you have to go to the future a little bit to know if mm-hmm. it's intuitively right. I think that it's hard when you look only at right now, right? Like you, like the life coach school, example you gave. It's not just like, is it right to pay all this money to get a certification? It's mm-hmm. like, you're also zooming into the future. And like, that also feels like the right move, whatever it's going to lead you to. So it's like, it's right mm-hmm. now and it's right for the future. And I feel like that's the combination that I know, like my intuition is guiding me, right? Like it's not just good for right now. Cause sometimes your intuition is going to guide you to do something really uncomfortable. Oh, like but it's I, th- I would say 75% of the go. time, my intuition yeah. is like, it doesn't feel like that peace, grounded, calm feeling. Sometimes it does, but so many of the times it's like pushing me to an edge that's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. I love that whole thing. So when did you kind of start noticing that as intuition and learning how to kind of harness it more in your life and your business? Yeah. So I remember, so the first course I bought, it was like KDB. I don't know if you follow Dean Graziosi. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. um, yeah. So like, well, I guess maybe that's in business in general. Like, do you want in general? Yeah. About well, intuition? Yeah. Yeah. So the, like the first time I can remember using it in business, I, I'll use that example first. And then I have other ideas as well. And um, there's like this course that I wanted to buy and like, it did not make financial sense for me at the time. Kind of like we were talking about, like, but I knew, mm-hmm. like, I just knew it was like going to help me mm-hmm. create what I wanted. And my husband was like, are you sure this is a good idea? Like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you've never spent this much money before. Like, what if it doesn't work? Like all these, this doubt. But what's interesting, if I got quiet in my own body, it was like, this is right. And you have to believe, right? Like other people might not mm-hmm. believe it, but it's coming to you. This idea came to you. And so like a feeling of home in the micro 
and the vision Mm -hmm. in the future, I knew what I could create. It was like a leap of faith. And sometimes that's what's required to honor your intuition, right? Like it feels like almost like a free fall or like um, uncertain. And so, and then that course made me tons of money because I applied what I learned and everything. And it was for sure a good, good idea. I didn't know. You you don't know in the beginning if you didn't know when you take the leap. And it also doesn't mean that you're going to get the kind of results you think you are either. Right. Like lots of times you're like, wait a second. I thought this was going to lead to like more clients or more money or more growth or more impact. And you're like, wait a second. (laughs) What happened here? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I think we get results that seem like something's gone wrong, but actually it's like either developing you into the Mm -hmm. person you'd be, or you learn this isn't for me. And that is valuable information too. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm so yeah. glad that I almost became a therapist. And then I didn't because now I'm like, I, I love what I do so much. I wouldn't, even if I had all the time and all the money in the world, I still wouldn't go to get trained as a therapist because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sometimes you have to go down a path that is wrong. And I'm, you, I don't know if you're watching this on a video, but probably not. I I do air quotes all the time on my podcast. And I'm like, oh wait, I should probably say. You can't see that, but but it's like, it seems it just wasn't the right path, but it was still the right move Mm -hmm. because you learned something that got you to the right path with the skills and the perspective um, and experience that'll serve the long run. Yeah, I think 100% of the time, your intuition either leads you to the path of growth and learning or to the path where you're going to get the results and the, the result you want. Yeah. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. But I love also what you pointed out. Um, you just kind of um, said it quickly, but getting quiet in your own body yeah. because intuition never comes from a space of like busyness. And it ne- also yeah. never comes from a space of um, someone commented on my post a while ago and was like, I don't know if intuition's true all the time because it can get confused with the trauma response. And I was like, yeah, but that's not intuition. And so if you're not taking time to get really quiet and safe and um, chill in your own body first, you can really get it mixed up with either other people's thoughts or ideas, or it really can be like a dysregulated response from fear, shame, discomfort, whatever. So um, the discomfort we're talking about is not that kind of discomfort. It's not from like a dysregulated state of like really, really strong emotion there. It's from, I describe it as like being at the top of a roller coaster. Cause I, one time I, in high school, I got convinced to go on a roller coaster. I'd never been on one before ever. And it was like the biggest one in, in I think in Canada, it's at West Edmonton mall Wow. and it's giant. And the only reason I went on it is because there was a really cute boy that asked me to go on it. And he'd never <laughs> yeah. talked to me before. Fast forward, the cute boy is now my husband. <laughs> So oh this my was like gosh. pretty much our first That's interaction. That's a great story. And, yeah. And he was like, you should go on it. My friends have been begging me to go on it all day. And I'm like, no, no way. We're there for a high school physics trip. And he's like, you should go on it. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like standing behind him in line. And I'm like, this is so dumb. I cannot believe I'm doing this. But anyways, like, why did I, I say yes? Right. Then I get strapped in. I'm already screaming before we even like start moving. Um, but we get to the very top. And we're in the like the at the like the apex of like this crazy drop. And I'm just like, this is crazy. And like right before we go down, and then of course it's like thrilling and it ended up being awesome. And I went a couple of times again. And you know, years later we ended up getting married. So it worked out. But um the the crux so of crazy. the story there is like at the very top of that roller coaster, I like everything inside me was like, Ugh. like it felt so pukey. Pukey is the only word I can yeah. use to describe it. And now when my intuition is pushing me to an edge of like discomfort, 
that's what it feels like. It's like pukey, but not pukey wrong, pukey right. And I don't know how to explain that feeling in my body. <laughs> pukey right. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, this uh, is yeah. how I think about it. Usually your intuition is going to lead you into a possibility or potentiality, not something that's predictable, right? Mm. And that's what's... So like to me, a trauma response is predictable. Over time, you can start to see your trauma response is going to... Your body is going to react and respond the way it always does. Mm -hmm. And that oftentimes is like a trauma response. What's interesting to me is when you learn to trust yourself and to like slow down and get quiet. And I like to go on walks. Like that's how I kind of like tap Mm -hmm. in. But... Um, without like podcasts or music or anything, just like mm-hmm. kind of listening to my own thoughts and Me what too. comes mm-hmm. by. Um, but usually it's like something possible. Like I think that your roller coaster is like a really interesting example. Like that was not predictable for you. Mm-hmm. There's things that for sure, like decisions that I've made that have been had huge payoffs, both like internal satisfaction, fam- family, business, all of it, right? Came from like that puke, the pukey yes, which I love mm-hmm. that you described that. But it was not predictable. It was something that felt so out of my comfort zone, but still had that feeling of this is right. I don't know why. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but this is a pukey yes for me. (laughs) Um, It's not predictable. It can't be. Yeah. And it's so interesting to start living your life by that. So intuition came into my life a couple of years ago. I've always believed in what I call like the spirit. So I've always been like kind of tapped into my body, I guess, and my own responses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did definitely felt like I was pretty indecisive. Like one of the things I first started learning when I started life coaching was how I explain myself matters, how I, what I, how I identify matters. Right. Yeah. And so I used to explain myself as this really indecisive person. And then your thoughts create your reality. And I was always this indecisive person. And so yeah. I started changing these little things like, wait a second, maybe I'm really good at making decisions. And so, um, I started noticing I actually am like when I heard about the life coach school, I just heard about it. I was looking for master's programs at the time. And so I had some money like carved away. Up, we were yeah. living in my parents in my in-laws basement and my husband didn't have a job, just finished his master's. So we had all this debt and like yep. zero money homeschooling four kids in my in-laws basement. It like was the <laughs> like a pinnacle worst time ever. Yeah. Then I find out about it and I, I signed up within just a couple of days. I like, I watched it and I was like, I know this is a thing. I have no idea why. And this is so bonkers. And also it's like 30% more because it was American <laughs> for me. So yeah. I'm like, this is a lot of money, um, but it felt right. And I think my husband felt that also, which was helpful for me because I think it would have been tricky for me to decide that. But um, over time I started like noticing, wait, like the way that I identify myself ma- really matters. And so I started changing those things. And I started realizing that the way that I thought about myself, which I now call my self-concept, was what was blocking my access to intuition. So good. And so I really thought that I didn't have the answers. I thought that some outside source had the answers. And I think this is really common as women. And I think this is really common, especially for people that are religious, because you're so used to kind of listening to other people maybe tell you things yeah. or whatever. And so, um, and even just as women and not even as women, but just like as humans with all of these experts around us, like there's so much information yeah. and we have access to like books and research and podcasts. And we're like, well, mm-hmm. somebody else probably has the answer. And we kind of tap out yeah. of our own personal authority. And I think of like intuition is kind of like alignment. Like, yeah, somebody might say something yeah. outside of me, but I also feel the yesness of it inside of me. 
Yep. And context matters, right? Just because someone said something in a book or on a show that you watched doesn't mean that the right that's the right context for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I think of is like seasons that we're in, um, the person that's saying it. Like I remember. I, like early in my entrepreneur journey, like I really liked listening to certain people. And I was like, wait, they're not a mom. They don't work part-time. They have a team. Mm-hmm. They're trying to build a billion dollar business. And I'm not, mm-hmm. is there advice for me? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. And so what I've learned is I look for like true principles that people teach. And then I ask, how can I apply that? Like, where does that fit in my belief system? Where does that fit in what I'm trying to create? Which I think is really important. We could talk about that for sure. Like intuition really, t- I think, takes power in our life when we know where we want to go, because then that's like the guiding force, right? If we don't know where we want to go, intuition, like what is intuition going to guide you to do? I don't know. Right. Because you don't know where you're trying to go. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So I think having the clarity of what you want, which is a decision, intuition guides you to what you want. So I think all of that combines into like this really personalized, customized plan. It's not one mm-hmm. one cookie cutter. Yeah. And I love that idea of like alignment too, because I felt the same way with like um, business gurus that I was following and listening to realizing that they were like, so such a different energy and vibe than I was doing. And what I so different than what I was trying to create in my own yeah. um, business and my own what life that I was like, why, why am I still like, this just, just isn't aligned. Um, and I also think in the end, like for me personally, um, with my own spiritual and religious beliefs, it helped strengthen that instead of always being like, well, what other people tell me is true. It was more like, wait, is this true for me inside of me? Does this align with the truth that's outside of me? And like, it helped me, um, I like expand, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it more than like, it was almost like a spiritual expansion. Cause I'm like, oh, all Mm -hmm. these kind of pieces fit together. Um, and I find that with my clients also, no matter what their religious belief is that it helps them as well, like spiritually, like they feel yeah. more of that alignment inside of themselves connected to the the source outside of themselves. Um, yeah. Sue Monk Kid, who's my favorite author, she calls it like the God spark or like the divine spark. It's yeah. like the spark inside of you that's connected to, to what's outside of you. Um, so good. So let's dig into, so that's how, kind of how, I guess, how intuition got into my life was just like little bit by little bit. But then yeah. I started going to more intuitive business coaches. Cause like you, I was like, wait a second, like these things don't super align. Why am I continuously yeah. following this advice? And so I dug more into learning about divine feminine and intuition and feminine and masculine energetics and stuff like that. And was like, mm-hmm. oh, I love this. And so then I just got like full into it and was like, wait, yeah. this intuition thing is amazing. Um, I'd love to hear from you now how it looks for you in not just your business, but how does it guide your life, your marriage and other aspects of your life. Yeah. I mean, this is just like how I live. So it's easy for me. Um, like I don't see like, this is how I show up in business and this Mm -hmm. is how I show up in my life. It's like all the same, right? All the same. So one of the things that I've learned is like intuition, you can only feel it now. And so like part of my work has really been to like learn how to be present, you know, in my body. And like, that's like a, buzzword. Like I think there's a lot of buzzwords that are using like alignment and presence and intuition. But for me, what it means is like, there's truth. that's always like available. Like I think about it almost like a, like a pool of truth or something. Like Mm -hmm. it's always around. It's like, am I, am I tuned in or not? I can feel that about like what needs to be done with my kids or my home or like our family goals. 
my relationship with my mom or my sister, my, the nanny that I hire, like all of it. Mm -hmm. And so I, like, I feel like that is literally like just how I make decisions about everything. And, um, how it feels like I try it on you know what I mean like it's weird like a a really good example is like actually how I hired the nanny that I have right now it's like I just knew when I talked to her I'm like you're the person and Mm -hmm. my brain could be like you can't know that Mm -hmm. what I've learned is like almost like that gut feeling that I have it's like I that's the true yes yeah my brain is like blah 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 blah. like has Mm -hmm. all this like commentary but I've learned to trust that first little like nudge that inkling that feeling in my gut that um the things that it's a knowing that's another way I think it's like hard Mm -hmm. to describe but it's like I don't know how I know this but I just know this I pay attention to those kinds of things oh that is so good and I like that what you said like that first little nudge because our brain wants to make sense of that nudge and for me intuition is never cerebral like my brain wants to be like let me figure out all the reasons why this is supposed to work and like Whenever I notice my brain ruminating and trying to solve something from like a mind space, I know that I'm not tapped into my intuition because like you, intuition for me feels like presence and like peace and calm, like getting into my body. And even if there's discomfort or like kind of fear coming up there, there's still presence and calm at the same time. Like it's almost like both. Yeah. How... I think for people that are listening, they're like, okay, this sounds amazing and magic and sparkly and whatever but how do you actually do it? So as somebody who hasn't been tuned into your own intuition in the past, what would that look like for them? Yeah. I think there's like a good line that I use, like if you're going to pray for rain, you have to dig the ditch, right? So if you're expecting intuition to come in, you have to give it a space. Mm-hmm. And for lots of, like for me, like that's going on walks um, mm-hmm. where it's like, I literally go on the walk expecting to get some download, some insight. Um, sometimes that's journaling, like maybe you like open a blank page and you just start writing and you trust that something's going to come. Um, maybe you're like contemplating like something with your kid. Like I know for me, it's like when I have a challenging situation with one of my kids, it's like, I know something's going to come. I know a solution. Mm -hmm. I believe in creative solutions coming to me. Mm -hmm. So I move forward in faith. Like I go about my daily life, but I know it's coming. Right. Like I expect some answer and, and you're that open seems... to receiving it. You're just like, yes, and I'm looking for where it's going to come from. Like, I'm, it's almost like, okay, <laughs> is it going to come from this book I'm going to read? Is it going to come from yeah. this person I'm going to talk to? Like, I'm looking for the the thread that's going to come through with the clarity. Yeah. So, I just like, go about reading, your life expecting um, it. I just finished reading the alchemist and they talk about like omens. So good. And yeah. so I think that's what I kind of think of it as like all these little things that might happen or things that my pe- people might say, but it'll like come to you. And yep. uh, I love the example of like giving it space that you have to give it space. I think one of the yep. reasons we're so tuned out of our intuition as a society is busyness. I'll talk to yeah. clients who are like, can't even make it to a call because they're so busy or like, you know, cancel last minute. Or they're just like, but I have this and this and like they list all the things. And I'm like, yep. yeah, yeah. Like that's actually the problem. The yep. problem is the too muchness doing all of the things and saying yes yep. to all of the things because there isn't space for that calm and that peace and that presence for those answers to come. Um, I love that you used a parenting example too, because that has always happened for me. And I've noticed that it's happened for every single one of my clients. It does not yeah. matter. I like, <laughs> I'll coach couples, I'll yeah. coach dads, I'll coach moms, new moms, moms that have been, you know, moms forever whose kids are all gone out of the house does not matter anything about it. Everybody is able to 
tap into that. And I, I also call it creative solutions. I'm like, there, like, there's always a creative solution there. And it yeah. doesn't ever come from that space of our brain trying to like solve it for us. Yeah. It's like, and the feeling of forcing it is mm-hmm. not, like, to me, that's a signal that I'm not believing that like, I will have this download come to me when I'm trying to force something versus like, mm-hmm. I trust because I think trust means I don't have to solve it right this second. And I think that that takes a little bit of practice, right? Cause like, we want to solve it right this second. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not where our best ideas come from. Like most people, it's like they have it like in the shower when they're not expecting it. Or oh, like when they're totally. on a walk. shower aspirations, I call them. Because <laughs> so the there's time. like, and like, this is why I like setting the brain, right? Cause like that, like you can recreate that. There's, that's a, that's a, there's, there's a really great book. I think you'd like, it. it's called the art of impossible. And he talks okay. about flow state basically. And flow is to me, like where my mind is joined with like, whatever you want to call it, like universal mind, the spirit, intuition, God, however you define that, right? Like mm-hmm. to me, like that's the connection where it's coming through me. I'm not trying to like force it from my brain, right? It's like literally moving through me and everyone has, has had this experience, but I think what's cool is you can recreate that with certain things, right? For me, it's going on a walk. Like I know if I go on a walk long enough and I don't listen to anything, I will have solutions come to me mm-hmm. or ideas. Um, maybe it's like sitting and meditating. Maybe it's like when you're talking to someone that feels as passionately about something as you, or like when you're praying or whatever, like you can recreate it. And when you learn to expect it, like it does come. So it's not like intuition is random. Cause that's like, I'm sure you get that too. Like I can't depend on it. I'm like, mm. yes, you can. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it might not be exactly when you want it to, but when you stop forcing it and letting it flow through you, like it will come and you can trust that. Yeah. And I think um, if you're really, really new to this and listening, I think it's also helpful to start working on your own self-concept. Cause for me, I was indecisive and indecisive really was doubting myself and my ability to make decisions in my own life and not yeah. trusting that I was the one that had the answers and that the answers were inside of me. I always felt like I had to ask somebody else, read another book, yeah. phone a friend, listen to somebody, somebody else's inspiration for somebody my life. Somebody else, yeah. And uh, I've noticed that self-trust is the key ingredient to intuition. Because if I don't totally. trust myself that that answer is going to come and that I'm that I have the ability to receive it, then I'm not going to receive it. And so I think for years, I was stuck in this like indecisive mode because of how I identified. And so I think simultaneously carving this openness and space, and then also really intentionally working on like, how do I identify? How do I describe myself? How much do I trust myself? Um, And allowing yourself to trust yourself, even if you feel like you've made mistakes in the past that haven't turned out. Um, But allowing yourself to trust yourself anyways. Yeah. So I'm curious, just like from like a mm-hmm. you perspective, like how do you, how would you define yourself now? If you used to describe yourself as like indecisive, mm-hmm. what are the words that you would describe yourself? Oh, as I think I'm like amazing at making decisions. Yeah. I think I'm like really efficient and I make them efficient. really quickly. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I would say I like, I am decisive. And when I tell people yeah. that I used to be, they're like, what really? And I'm like, no, really? Like, I'd be like, what should I wear today? What should I eat today? Like I'd ask other people just like basic yeah. little things. Um, and now it's I a muscle. Just, yeah. And I, I feel like I don't, I spend so much mental en- energy 
in the space of like how I described myself. It wasn't just indecisive. I was like, I was also overwhelmed. I also always had too much to do. Like there was a lot of thoughts in my brain that felt very true about my life. And so those were the first little, those were the first little practice steps for me to get into coaching. I honestly didn't know anything about coaching. I had, didn't even know what a life coach was up until I signed up for this program. And um, I kind of thought like, Oh, it'll be kind of like therapy, but like maybe a little bit more applicable or something like more application based. But then as I got into it, I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is actually going to change my entire life. Yeah. And that was three years ago. I certified three years ago, this March, like this month, four days ago, actually, I think, or five days ago, I got my certification three years ago and five days ago. And, um, everything in my life has changed. My husband now works from home. He runs his own business online, um, helping coaches, um, do Kajabi tech stuff. I, we homeschool our kids. We travel like everything I wanted in my life that I always believed was possible, but had no idea. Cause people would be like, yeah, you know, but you have a job and you do this and you do that. And it always seemed like there was no way to create the life that I wanted. And I think that's what intuition guides you to. It creates this yep. life that's like even more amazing than you probably could have thought of for yourself, but there's not necessarily like, you don't really know what the end is going to be. Like, I honestly only signed yep. up because I thought, oh, well they, um, hire coaches after. So I'll just work for yeah. the school. I've never worked for the school. <laughs> now I run my own business yeah. and all these things, everything yeah. has changed. And it's just like, and every year now I'm excited to be like, I wonder how much is going to change this year. Like, I wonder where my intuition is going to take me. Yeah. Well, and like, I love thinking about it this way because like, I think spirit wants to expand, right? It's like the more Mm -hmm. that we live that way, expansion is going to lead us into places that we can't predict, into places that we don't know. Like you would have never known this was going to be where Mm -hmm. that decision took you. Mm -hmm. But then that's how intuition works. It's not going to give you the whole picture. It gives you some, like a possibility and then you have to act and then it gives you more and then it gives you more Mm -hmm. and then it gives you more. But I think the mistake would be to never act on it to always yeah. do what's predictable, to do what you've always done, to not, to like shut down that little voice, that little nudge, which a lot of people do because it is scary. It's intimidating, mm-hmm. but it's like a muscle that you flex and it's a muscle that you learn how to grow with you and you get more familiar and you trust it more. But it's like, you have to take that first act of faith. Well, I think <laughs> you know? it's so interesting too, that looking back on it, even before this experience, that my intuition guided me to do so many things before then too. Yeah. Like I didn't know anything about homeschooling. I had no friends that homeschooled. Like literally that was never in my line of sight. And I read a parenting book and I just decided, you know, I want to spend a little bit more time with my kids. So I'm just going to pull them out for a year or two. And I'll like put him back in in grade three. This is when my son was in kindergarten. He's just finishing up grade 11 right now, which is crazy. And if I had, I would have never signed up if I knew that I was going to be doing it for 11 years, it would have been a hard no. But I was like, oh, I'm going to do this for a couple of years. And it kind of led me to that. And then having homeschooling be so difficult and hard and like really not work out for several years helped me expand in my ideas around learning and education and what that Mm -hmm. looked like and really push the box of belief that I had been given and had had for so many years. And there was so much expansion there. And in that expansion also came this idea of like, um, the leadership education that I love to follow is like us before them. So it's like, whatever I want to see in them, I need to do myself first. And I was like, well, I don't have any passions. I don't like do anything for fun. So then I started looking for things like, what do I enjoy doing? And what do I want to learn about? And like, what I want to spend my time doing? And I took all these random classes and did all this stuff 
that led me to the space of being able to be open to going back to school again, to look for master's programs, to find the life coach school. So good. And so looking back on it and I'm like, oh, my whole life has been guided by this. I just, I think that I just kept um, saying that it wasn't. Like I, mm-hmm. it would turn out and I'd be like, oh, that's lucky or whatever. Or like, yeah. I don't know. That's good thing know. it worked out. <laughs> good thing it worked out. And I do think yeah. that I knew that some of it was divine um, intervention or whatever. But I think a lot of times I was just like, oh, good thing that worked out. But looking back on it now, I can see that it was like intuition guiding all of my decisions up to where I am now. And um, how exciting that is to be like, I wonder, I wonder where it's going to guide me next. Yeah. And that, and now you start looking for it. I think that that's like mm-hmm. the, the progression, right? In the beginning, you're like, is this my intuition? Is this not like, is this actually how I feel? Or am I crazy? You know, like that battle. Yeah. And then once you learn to trust it, then it's like, I'm waiting for it. I'm looking mm-hmm. for it. Like, I know what it feels like. I'm waiting for it to come in about this decision, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to say like quickly in summation, if you are listening to this episode and you're like, I want to start practicing intuition. If you want like a concrete step-by-step, which is not very intuitive to give you concrete answers, but I would say it's like building self-trust, figuring out how to build that for you. Um, And like you said, like tuning into like carving out that space and that time, whether or not it's like the shower or meditation or going on walks for me, nature is like always where like nature is just, I think it's potent with answers. Yeah. Um, Yeah. and then also not trying to force it, right. You're you're just enjoying nature. It just flows. Yeah. It just flows. And like what you said to trusting that first little nudge. And so I think if you follow those steps, if you're like building that self-trust, carving out that space, and, and taking that little nudge, like what's the little nudge, not coming from my brain, but I think of it as like my soul space, like my center space space. coming from that space, um, that, and then just believing it, believing that even if it didn't turn out the way you thought it was going to, that it was still your intuition. And then I always ask myself, well, what, like, what came from this? Like, what was my intuition trying to teach me then? Yeah. So good. Right. That reflection. Yeah. So good. Um, I love everything that you've said. I've like taken down so many little note quotes. I'm like, yes, <laughs> love it. yes, so good. Um, thank you for being here. Is there any last little tidbits you want to leave yeah. us about intuition before we sign off? Um, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, I think if I had to like leave anything, it's like, you can trust yourself and you have good ideas. Like I think a lot of people, maybe they don't say, well, I'm just not intuitive. It's more like, I just don't have good ideas. Like, or something, yeah. you know, it's like sneakier than that. And so I think, like, I like to think and believe all the time, like, I have really good ideas. <laughs> and it sounds like conceited until you really like develop, like, no, like, I do have good ideas and it helps and blesses other people because I have good ideas. And so I yeah, think that it's not, I don't, I think thing. that we often think things are like selfish or conceited or whatever, but yeah. it's really not. It's really like yeah. having a belief in you, which also helps you have beliefs in others. And you're all yeah. like lifting each other up. It's not like a hierarchy of like, I have really cool beliefs, but you don't. And like, I have cool ideas and you don't, and I'm better than you. There's no like better than. No, there's no competition. There's only creation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for all of your little nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. I feel like we could make so many cool Instagram posts about all these little cute little quotes that you've given today. Um, So if people want to connect with you or learn more from you or listen to you, how would they find you? Yeah. I have a podcast called the Conscious Coach Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably like the best, like my best content. And then I, on Instagram, I'm at it's Amber Smith. Yeah. Those are two good places. Yeah. So if you've loved hearing Amber's voice, I think even just your voice is like soothing and grounding. So listen to one of her podcasts and 
go check it out. I think even if you're not a coach, there's like, just like nuggets in there that will help you. I have a lot of non-coaches following me, which is, or enlisting. So Mm -hmm. yep. I think there's good little nuggets if you're interested. Go join. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to help spread this work to the world, share this episode on social media and tag me. Send it to a friend or leave a quick rating and review below so more people can find me. If you'd like more guidance on your own parenting journey, reach out.